Francis Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks Podcast. Today I want to talk about how rest doesn't make it better. Yes, when we have aches and pains, when we have injuries, sometimes we need to take time off, we need to rest them. But so often we rest and then we just return back to what we were doing previously without ever addressing the reason why we got injured in the first place. We have to remember that movement is medicine. Okay, we want to heal ourselves by learning and retraining those movement patterns to move better, to avoid compensations and balances and all the different jazz that sort of leads to the overload in the first place. Okay, so while you might rest to start, you have to rebuild. It's that whole thing, my favorite line, regress to progress. Okay, if you want to actually move and feel your best, if you want to avoid flare ups of your injuries later, if you want to avoid having those you know, aches and pains become a chronic nuisance, you need to actually use movement to make you better. Things just don't go away. The simple fact, okay? You actually have to retrain those movement patterns. You have to address the areas of immobility and you have to address the areas of weakness. That's why I wanted to share like three key ways to really use movement as medicine. So when I have a client coming to me with aches and pains, these are sort of the three steps that I follow to make sure that they're learning to move and feel their best and they know how to do all the prehab work they need to avoid injuries in the future. So Step number one is you have to address what caused the overload in the first place, the real culprit of the injury, through prehab. So a lot of times where we actually have the ache and pain isn't where the problem even started. Okay, So we need that whole three-part prehab process. We need to foam roll, stretch, and activate. We need to foam roll to relax overactive muscles. We need to stretch to improve the length tension relationship around a joint and mobilize those joints. We also have to make sure that we're activating underactive muscles because sometimes even if we do that first part of the prehab process, right, we relax those overactive muscles, we stretch, we don't actually get the underactive muscles working. We just keep overloading the same muscles and perpetuating the issues. It's why it's so key that we do regress to progress and we don't just rest and then come back. Because if you rest, you know, you have a knee injury and then you just go right back to squatting, there's a really good chance that you're just going to keep repeating the same improper recruitment patterns, even if you are mimicking proper form. And that's the real kicker, guys, is that you can mimic proper form. And especially the more athletic you are, the more you can actually hide, you know, sort of those imbalances or compensations or the weight shift you might have there because you know what it's supposed to look like. So you use other muscles to sort of mimic the movement pattern instead of recruiting the correct muscles. It's why it's really key we separate recruitment patterns or the muscles being used and the movement patterns we're actually performing. So, you know, if you had that knee injury and you go back to squatting, you might try and mimic that proper movement pattern and perpetuate the overload and keep getting that same knee issue. That's why that first step, that prehab process is so key. You have to address maybe the ankle mobility restrictions that are there or the hip mobility issues that are there so that your knee isn't constantly being caught in the middle and overloaded. So the first step is that prehab process. Every warm-up should be foam rolling, stretching, and activation to make sure that you're really working to correct those imbalances and compensations, areas of immobility, Okay. So even if you think about it as like a minor ache and pain with like your wrist during pushups, you want to be doing things to work on that wrist extension so you don't have that happening when you go to do pushup work. The second part is working around. And the reason I bring up pushups as a great example is because if you have limited wrist extension, you want to be working on that in your warm-up, in your prehab work, but you also want to work around that in your workout so you can still train intensely. So we don't want to just push through the aches and pains, right? We need to regress to progress. We need to modify around or even avoid for a little bit, even though we want to eventually rebuild. So with push-ups, you might be doing push-ups off dumbbells. You might put a little mat on your hand to reduce the extension demands of the push-up. Or you might even find, hey, you know, right now I can't do push-ups. I need to do band chest presses or I need to do bench press. But you want to find a way to train around the injury so that you can keep moving as you rebuild. You want to use that prehab work to correct the issues as you sort of avoid or work around with different variations, different movements. But then you want to always go back to rebuilding. 
Okay. You want to retrain the movement pattern that you might be a little bit afraid of because of injury that might've led to the injury in the first place. Because if we don't retrain those movement patterns, we're going to, in everyday life, end up getting injured because we don't know how to hip hinge correctly, right? We reach for a pencil off the ground and we get injured. So you really want to see your workouts as a time to practice moving well. So that third step and the one that I feel like we often leave out, right? We just keep avoiding, oh, you can't do deadlifts because you're back now. No, you got to learn how to hip hinge correctly so you don't overload your back again. So, you know, you do the prehab work to correct the imbalances and compensations, restrictions, all that stuff under active muscles. And then you want to work around so that you can train intensely, strengthen everything up. And then you want to start reintegrating in those movement patterns that you might be a little bit afraid of or that might have led to the injury in the first place or that you felt like you couldn't perform without aches and pains. And you want to do so by using different variations. Maybe you don't use the barbell deadlift. Maybe you do a band hip hinge instead or a single leg, but you want to start to work on that hip hinge movement pattern. So you know how to recruit muscles correctly to avoid the overload from occurring again. As you rebuild, you might be able to add weight and then, you know, you might find, Hey, you know, I'm starting to get that overload again. You might have to regress a little bit and rebuild. I address those weak links again, but you don't want to avoid movements forever. You want to find ways to integrate in those movement patterns as much as possible so that you can be strong in everyday life when performing them. Sure, some aches and pains mean, you know, we want to reduce knee flexion and different things like that, but we want to find as many ways to integrate in movement patterns that we're doing in everyday life to control as much of that range of motion as possible. So those three steps, using prehab to correct the underlying issue, modify around or avoid for a little bit so you can still train intensely and build up the muscles that you need to be strong to perform the movement, and then retrain that movement pattern. Don't just fear it and avoid it. That's what often leads to other issues, injuries, and overload because we compensate trying to avoid the movement pattern we really need to learn how to control. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, leave a review on iTunes. Comment below if you have any questions.